Question 115 of Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae, Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues, The Virtue of Justice. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Summa Theologica Secunda Secundae, Treatise on the Cardinal Virtues, the Virtue of Justice, by St. Thomas Aquinas, translated by the Fathers of the English Dominican Province. Question 115 of Flattery in Two Articles We must now consider the vices opposed to the aforesaid virtue. 1. Flattery and 2. Quarreling Concerning flattery, there are two points of inquiry. First, whether flattery is a sin. Second, whether it is a mortal sin. First article, whether flattery is a sin. Objection 1. It seems that flattery is not a sin. For flattery consists in words of praise offered to another in order to please him. But it is not a sin to praise a person, according to Proverbs 31.28. Her children rose up and called her blessed, her husband, and he praised her. Moreover, there is no evil in wishing to please others, according to 1 Corinthians 10.33. I in all things please all men. Therefore flattery is not a sin. Objection to further. Evil is contrary to good, and blame to praise. But it is not a sin to blame evil. Neither, then, is it a sin to praise good, which seems to belong to flattery. Therefore flattery is not a sin. Objection 3 further. Detraction is contrary to flattery. Wherefore Gregory says in his commentary on Job 22.5 that Detraction is a remedy against flattery. It must be observed, says he, that by the wonderful moderation of our ruler we are often allowed to be rent by detractions, but are uplifted by immoderate praise, so that whom the voice of the flatterer appraises, the tongue of the detractor may humble. But detraction is an evil, as stated above in question 73, articles 2 and 3. Therefore, flattery is a good. On the contrary, a gloss on Ezekiel 13.18, Woe to them that sow cushions under every elbow, says, That is to say, sweet flattery. Therefore, flattery is a sin. I answer that, as stated above in question 114, article 1, third reply, Although the friendship of which we have been speaking, or affability, intends chiefly the pleasure of those among whom one lives, yet it does not fear to displease when it is a question of obtaining a certain good, or of avoiding a certain evil. Accordingly, if a man were to wish always to speak pleasantly to others, he would exceed the mode of pleasing, and would therefore sin by excess. If he do this with the mere intention of pleasing, he is said to be complacent, according to the philosopher in Ethics 
whereas if he do it with the intention of making some gain out of it, he is called a flatterer or adulator. As a rule, however, the term flattery is wont to be applied to all who wish to exceed the mode of virtue in pleasing others by words or deeds in their ordinary behavior towards their fellows. Reply to Objection 1. One may praise a person both well and ill, according as one observes or omits the due circumstances. For if while observing other due circumstances, one were to wish to please a person by praising him, in order thereby to console him, or that he may strive to make progress in good, this will belong to the aforesaid virtue of friendship. But it would belong to flattery if one wished to praise a person for things in which he ought not to be praised, since perhaps they are evil, according to Psalm 9.24, the sinner is praised in the desires of his soul. Or they may be uncertain, according to Ecclesiasticus 27.8, Praise not a man before he speaketh. And again, in Ecclesiasticus 11.2, Praise not a man for his beauty. Or because there may be fear lest human praise should incite him to vainglory, wherefore it is written in Ecclesiasticus 11.30, Praise not any man before death. Again, in like manner it is right to wish to please a man in order to foster charity, so that he may make spiritual progress therein. But it would be sinful to wish to please men for the sake of vainglory or gain, or to please them in something evil, according to Psalm 52.6, God hath scattered the bones of them that please men. And according to the words of the Apostle in Galatians 1.10, If I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Reply to Objection 2. Even to blame evil is sinful if due circumstances be not observed, and so too is it to praise good. Reply to Objection 3. Nothing hinders two vices being contrary to one another. Wherefore, even as detraction is evil, so is flattery, which is contrary thereto as regards what is said, but not directly as regards the end. Because flattery seeks to please the person flattered, whereas the detractor seeks not the displeasure of the person defamed, since at times he defames him in secret, but seeks rather his defamation. Second article. Whether flattery is a mortal sin? Objection 1. It would seem that flattery is a mortal sin. For according to Augustine in his Enchiridion 12, a thing is evil because it is harmful. But flattery is most harmful according to Psalm 9.24, for the sinner is praised in the desires of his soul, and the unjust man is blessed. The sinner hath provoked the Lord. Wherefore Jerome says in his letter, Nothing so easily corrupts the human mind as flattery. And a gloss on Psalm 69.4, Let them be presently turned away, blushing for shame that they say to me, Tis well, tis well, says, The tongue of the flatterer harms more than the sword of the persecutor. Therefore, flattery is a most grievous sin. 
Objection to further. Whoever does harm by words harms himself no less than others. Wherefore it is written in Psalm 36.15, Let their sword enter into their own hearts. Now he that flatters another induces him to sin mortally. Hence a gloss on Psalm 140, verse 5, Let not the oil of the sinner fatten my head, says, The false praise of the flatterer softens the mind by depriving it of the rigidity of truth and renders it susceptible of vice. Much more, therefore, does the flatterer sin in himself. Objection 3 further. It is written in the Decretals, chapter 3, The cleric who shall be found to spend his time in flattery and treachery shall be degraded from his office. Now such a punishment as this is not inflicted, save for mortal sin. Therefore flattery is a mortal sin. On the contrary, Augustine, in a sermon on purgatory, reckons among slight sins, if one desire to flatter any person of higher standing, whether of one's own choice or out of necessity. I answer that, as stated above in question 112, article 2, a mortal sin is one that is contrary to charity. Now flattery is sometimes contrary to charity, and sometimes not. It is contrary to charity in three ways. First, by reason of the very matter, as when one man praises another's sin. For this is contrary to the love of God, against whose justice he speaks, and contrary to the love of his neighbor, whom he encourages to sin. Wherefore this is a mortal sin, according to Isaiah 5.20, Woe to you that call evil good! Secondly, by reason of the intention, as when one man flatters another, so that by deceiving him he may injure him in body or in soul. This is also a mortal sin, and of this it is written in Proverbs 27.6, Better are the wounds of a friend than the deceitful kisses of an enemy. Thirdly, by way of occasion, as when the praise of a flatterer even without his intending it, becomes to another an occasion of sin. In this case, it is necessary to consider whether the occasion were given or taken, and how grievous the consequent downfall, as may be understood from what has been said above concerning scandal. Regard question 43, articles 3 and 4. If, however, one man flatters another from the mere craving to please others, or again, in order to avoid some evil, or to acquire something in a case of necessity, this is not contrary to charity. Consequently, it is not a mortal but a venial sin. Reply to Objection 1 The passages quoted speak of the flatterer who praises another's sin. Flattery of this kind is said to harm more than the sword of the persecutor, since it does harm to goods that are of greater consequence, namely, spiritual goods. Yet it does not harm so efficaciously, since the sword of the persecutor slays effectively, being a sufficient cause of death, whereas no one, by flattering, can be a sufficient cause of another's sinning, as was shown above in question 43, article 1, third reply, as well as in the pars prima secunde, question 73, article 8, third reply, as well as in question 80, article 1.
Reply to Objection 2. This argument applies to one that flatters with the intention of doing harm. For such a man harms himself more than others, since he harms himself as the sufficient cause of sinning, whereas he is only the occasional cause of the harm he does to others. Reply to Objection 3. The passage quoted refers to the man who flatters another treacherously in order to deceive him. End of question 115. Read by Michael Shane Craig Lambert, L.C.